Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Throughout the 21st century, karma hated wrestling fans as much as most wrestling promoters do. The bad guy always won, and what's more, Vince was never more successful financially when at his most antagonistic. Until karma struck back, baby. I'm Gareth here from What Culture Wrestling, and here are 10 times karma was real in wrestling. Number 10, I'm sorry, how's your casket match coming? Recently on Twitter, a troll buried AEW's Wheeler Utah, claiming that Steve Austin must be appalled at the idea that comparisons are being drawn between the two men. Kevin Nash, who should be allowed a mean-spirited laugh given the horrific time he's had of late, replied, don't worry, he ain't watching. The Undertaker piped up in response to that, tweeting on March 4th, huge pap. Brilliantly, 24 hours later, Jack Perry and Christian Cage worked Undertaker's signature casket gimmick match at AEW Revolution, and in the process, absolutely destroyed his body of work in the genre. Taker vs. Shawn Michaels at Royal Rumble 1998 was a bloody good crack at the stip, but elsewhere, the Undertaker casket match was a tedious, artless walk and brawl. In contrast, Perry vs. Cage was exquisitely crafted. Cage didn't so much wrestle as scurry like the rat that he is, only gaining momentum with his sly, dark arts experience. He could swipe at Perry's legs and send him back first into the ring steps, but he could not withstand the vengeance of the just babyface no matter how much dirt he threw in his face. The Undertaker and his horrendous line of t-shirts could never. Number 9, The Legacy of Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan was a glorified infant who thought the entire world revolved around him. It was of tremendous importance that everybody had to know how big, tough, and heroic he was in a fake sport. He had to always win. Nobody was stronger, and if he had to get beat, he'd simply use his vast influence to get that person hired to a different promotion just so he could beat them back. The only difference between Hulk Hogan and an actual child at WCW Bash at the Beach 2000 was that a child would have petulantly kicked their legs about. That's literally it. Hogan couldn't job. You see, all the Hulkamaniacs wouldn't be able to take it. They depended on the time-traveling Metallica basis to learn the moral code of what it means to be a man. Given that Hogan was a deluded narcissist who was interested not in being a hero, but making lots of money and pretending to be tough to the detriments of an entire industry, it's karmic retribution that he was revealed through saying the N-word, literally admitting to being a racist and never fully apologizing, to be a complete piece of crap. Number 8. JBL Gets Sparked Clean Out JBL was never the most pleasant individual by all accounts. 
accounts. A big obnoxious lad who was very into protecting the sanctity of the business, JBL was a self-anointed locker room leader who made sure any newbies learned the warped, ugly etiquette of the pro wrestling locker room. If he wasn't stealing passports just for the thrill of making somebody feel anxious and scared, he was, per an account from the time in the Wrestling Observer newsletter, mocking Joey Styles' family. As the story goes, on a trip to Iraq in 2008, JBL was actually on his best behavior, quote-unquote, very subdued, and was ribbed on the plane for being a bore. He drank and drank in order to perform as the panto villain and poured water over a sleeping Lillian Garcia. He was said to be nasty even by his standards to Styles, whose temper erupted, and when the melee was separated, nobody thought to hold him down. He was in danger, not JBL. How ironic, with JBL held back, Styles belted him in the face and cut him underneath the eye. It wasn't quite the fairest of fights, but embellished legend portrayed it otherwise. It was still a source of much embarrassment for JBL, so good. Number 7, Triple H comes crashing down to Earth. As D-Generation X were inducted into the 2019 Hall of Fame, Triple H cracked a joke at Billy Gunn's expense. Gunn was bound for the fledgling All Elite Wrestling outfit and claimed that Vince McMahon couldn't fire him anymore. Triple H replied with Vince will buy that pissant company just to fire you again. And Triple H thought it was a pissant company, you see. NXT was better than AEW, come on. They just promoted a great NXT TakeOver New York show built with three months worth of promos that few people saw and even less remember. Yet in under 12 months after Vince made NXT compete with Dynamite head-to-head, AEW had slaughtered NXT in the massacre that was the Wednesday Night Wars and stole its USP as the wrestling alternative. How embarrassing, eh? Number 6, the final chapter of Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels. The very real feud between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart had before 2019 anyway, disproved the existence of karma. Hart took himself a bit too seriously, but Michaels was the heel in that 1997 program. Michaels, who it should be noted was struggling badly with addiction at the time, was an inescapable professional nightmare whose diabolical behavior bled into the Hart family home. He told Hart that he'd never put him over and implied that he was having an affair with Sonny. Then at Survivor Series 97, Michaels was a willing participant in the Montreal Screwjob. He didn't come up with the idea, but he didn't veto it either. By 2002, Michaels had returned to WWE and, over the next seven years, added a second epic legacy to his career, fusing his somehow timeless athleticism with a much deeper emotional heft. He became even more of an in-ring great. Hart, meanwhile, was forced into retirement after suffering a concussion at the hands, or rather reckless foot, of Bill Goldberg. He also suffered a life-altering stroke and grieved the tragic accidental death of his younger brother, Owen. It wasn't fair, and when Hart tried to end his in-ring career on his own terms, it was so bleak. Then in 2018, Michaels was coaxed out of retirement by the lure of blood money and made a tit of himself in Saudi Arabia. As D-Generation X took on the Brothers of Destruction in a perversely hilarious disaster. In 2019, though, the great lost hidden gem of wrestling media was discovered by photographer Mary-Kate Anthony. Bret Hart versus Tom McGee. The 1986 match, purported to be the greatest carry job ever, was revealed thrillingly to be precisely that. McGee was an infamously limited wrestler whose stuff looked atrocious, but Hart knew it and built their match accordingly. Hart brilliantly crafted his performance around the idea that McGee was actually a threat, and it was an unbelievable success. The epilogue of Brett vs. Sean then was at least Hart. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Bombing. Number 5. The atmosphere in the stadium when Triple H worked WrestleMania half of the time. Triple H always insisted that he was a better and more important wrestler than he actually was. When he was great, he was actually great. He bumped like a light switch, panicked like nobody's business when he got trapped in a submission, generally prowled the ring like a master who knew how to build the drama of a big-time WWE epic. The other half of the time, and that is generous, he just assumed that the fans were invested in his matches and arrogantly stalled his way through 25 minutes minute slogs. Crowd psychology in pro wrestling is the manipulation of emotion, the success of which is measured by volume, and on that basis Triple H could do with going to his own performance center and learning how to work. Chris Jericho at Mania X8, Randy Orton at Mania 25, Brock Lesnar at Mania 29, Roman Reigns at Mania 32, Seth Rollins at Mania 33, Batista at Mania 35. All played out to humiliating near silence as Triple H wielded his immense backstage influence to work a long, major match that nobody gave a toss about. Karma, evidently, is no friend of nepotism. Number four, Vince Russo eats humble pie. Vince Russo departed the WWF for WCW in October 1999. Insane as this may sound now, it was considered a coup at the time. Russo had redefined the episodic TV model to remarkable success. He knew his way around an angle, and he knew what teenage boys wanted. Wild brawls, attitude, and big heaving breasts. That acts as a neat seg to Jim Ross, who, gauging his Twitter likes, is also a breast enthusiast. But damn, the man has had a bit of a rough life. Yes, you can punch up at the legendary voice of wrestling, but you can also punch down. And Russo reached the gutter by mocking JR's affliction with Bell's palsy. His writing partner, Ed Ferreira, parodied Ross in WCW and pulled the worst, ugliest, mean-spirited facial expressions. It was really horrible. Thing is, stripped of actual stars, Vince Russo's product was an inscrutable meta-shambles. And even the profoundly incompetent WCW was wise enough to grasp it. Relegated to a book committee before sold out 2000, Russo believed he was above it and walked. Couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Number three, the emergence of Tony Khan. For almost as long as the formers existed, those in power in pro wrestling circles really believed that you, viewer and wrestling fan, are a mark. An ignorant mark who doesn't have a clue how the business operates. You've likely encountered this sort of sentiment online. Like a wrestler telling somebody on Twitter that they can't critique an in-ring performance because they've never taken a bump. So how does it work then? How long do you have to have been involved in the business to develop 
develop an informed opinion on how it should all go. A year? Two? Three? Tony Khan, a lifelong hardcore fan, a mark, some would say, promoted one of the best wrestling shows ever at the first time of asking. AEW Double or Nothing 2019 was sensational. The matches were eclectic and peaked at a seminal standard, but it wasn't as easy as just pairing great wrestlers together. MJF got over with a promo masterclass. The show closing angle was a shocking, electrifying tease of two main event matches that eventually drew a great deal of money. Khan shut up every arrogant veteran within four hours. It is almost as if a wrestling fan has an idea of how it should go, and that karma has no time for the arrogant. Number two, Vince McMahon's pettiness makes a fool of him. If Vince McMahon was as creative as he was malicious, there wouldn't be an all-elite wrestling. He'd have used the unparalleled wealth and resources at his disposal to make effective, crowd-pleasing use of his monopoly before giving up that 100% market share. He got in his way throughout the 2010s, but this wasn't a new development. He'd been bitten on the ass before. In the early 90s, he decided that he wanted to push a new generation of fast, technical wrestlers who really knew their way around the craft of pro wrestling. That is a bit of a lie. He was on the bones of his ass financially, so he could no longer afford Hulk Hogan. And it wasn't a capital idea legally to push his favoured type of wrestler because he was in deep crap with the feds. He was left with smaller, more gifted wrestlers and pushed them as the new generation. In order to really sell just how new this generation was, he celebrated the old-timers who'd had their day. He depicted Hulk Hogan alongside Bruno San Martino in this compilation tribute of the good old days. It blew up in his face when WCW actually signed Hulk Hogan and, two years later, beat him at his own game. Number 1, January 4th, 1999. WCW Nitro emanated from the Georgia Dome in Atlanta on January 4th, 1999. Pulled in a monster crowd of 38,809 and was hyped massively via a first ever meeting between Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash, battling for supremacy of the NWO. Bereft of any ideas, the NWO, a dead group that had done rather too effective a job of killing WCW, was reformed when Hogan had infamously poked Nash in the chest. The angle was dire in and of itself. New World Order fatigue was profound and what's worse, the WCW fandom had lost total faith in the promotion's ability to pay it all off. Almost like Eric Bischoff couldn't oversee one of his beloved stories. Meanwhile, on the tape WWF Raw, Mankind won the big one in one of the loudest, chaotic and heartwarming angles in the history of US wrestling. At his most arrogant, Bischoff instructed Tony Schiavone to bury the development. That'll put the butts in the seats Tony was instructed to scoff as 600,000 viewers changed the channel from TNT to USA and WCW never again won a single battle in the Monday Night Wars. And that's our list of any other times karma was real in wrestling. Let us know all about them in the comment section right down below and don't forget to like, share and click on that subscribe button while you're down there. Also, if you like this sort of stuff, then please head on over to whatculture.com and find some more fantastic articles just like the one this video you're watching right now is based on. I've been Gareth from What Culture Wrestling. Cheers for stopping on by today. I hope you had a blast watching this lovely content and hopefully you are kicking ass wherever you are on this lovely planet. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.